just grab them in the brisket. Oh, by the way, I, I will like say the this. Way. I did not expect that last one to be an hour and 40 plus, but once you started listening to it, it wasn't that long. And obviously, there's a lot of people that don't know what to do anyway, so I don't think it was that bad. No, I, I don't think so either. Yeah, hour, an hour, uh, half your life went by listening to it. But yeah, no, it was a, probably our longest. Yeah, we, we totally planned that. I mean, the people that are at home, the people are expecting uh, a yeah. little bit more from us. So, hey, we're delivering. We're, the, we're giving it to them. The people. And we I are think here people to don't mind anyway. Nobody's just like, oh, the podcast is on. Let me, let me put this on. Just sit here intently and listen to it. People are just doing other shit while they listen to the podcast. You I, know, like, like, yeah. I like to imagine people are probably, I, I know people are, are doing the quarantine thing. Not the quarantine thing, but people are, uh, the dis, uh, what, what's the terminology I'm Social thinking about? Social distancing? Well, uh, essential businesses. Are, yeah. So yeah. there's a lot of people aren't going to work. Oh, without a doubt. Yeah. I would like to imagine like like these people and, and I guess the psychologists and the, 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 the doctors and people like they try to tell you to, hey, go with a little bit more of your normal routine. I know you can't go to work, but hey, I can like to imagine people just get in their car and just sit there and just like plug in their podcasts and just sit in there and just listen to the podcast not going anywhere just like just pretending just like see see i went I'm somewhere picturing something else i'm picturing like the dad getting it and plugging it into his his uh his big surround sound being like children gather around and listen <laughs> to exactly grab them in the yeah. brisket this, this is how i've been yeah i i visit i i vision this thing almost like gone with the wind style where you know dad comes home <laughs> jesus and it's like night 19 30s right 20s and it's like hovered around the big radio and like hey guys get around the show's about to come on yep it's seven o'clock on the dot and grabbing the brisket here it is right that's how i vision this yeah, right three seconds in alden drops an f-bomb right and it's like oh <laughs> shit well okay kids go to your room you can't listen to this yeah imagine jan sitting there with a robe a little pipe in his mouth yeah, yeah. Keegan's laying on the ground his stomach with his hands yep. his head, chin in his hands yep. like I love it. I love it. That's that's what it is right here. Yeah, that's great. Nineteen fifty. So this is the grabbing the brisket podcast. Thank you for selecting us, and we uh, just go along for the ride. We appreciate the listen. Uh, Alden, do you think maybe you can hit him up with the business? Hell yeah, I can hit up with the business. What's up, my dudes? You guys know how to get a hold of us, man. There's multiple ways. We have even more ways to that you guys can get a hold of us uh twitter is at grab the brisket facebook and instagram like i say all the time they're both one and the same they, that is at grab them in the brisket and you can email us and that email is grab them in the brisket at gmail.com also our website is up it's functioning it's it's super cool man um the two web addresses are th- that you can reach us at are different, but they go to the same place. The first one. one is www.grabemintheprisket.com. And if that's too long for you to spell or whatever, you can short it up and just type www.grabthebrisket.com. And that'll both take you to the same spot, get you to the good content and shit like that. So, and it'll, it, there's, there's, uh, options there that you know you can give us your feedback and just just interact with us and stuff and like I say we'll look at it and we'll get back to them and you know can't do, uh, wait to hear from you guys awesome man so eloquently spoken i love that alden's getting it's like fine wine you know what i mean it's like 
getting better with time. The more, yeah, he's getting better with he's time. Aging. The more and more yeah. he does it, he just gets better and better. Yeah, that's like a like a, a nineteen sixty chateau right there. Yeah, well, he's been home by himself now for a week and a half or however long it's been. Yeah, you can only so, masturbate so many times before you have to. <laughs> he's been practicing, start, start practicing your lines. Yeah, if you y'all don't know. Yeah, I guess you guys wouldn't know. He's still on quarantine. He's still stuck at home for what another week. Uh, till yes, Saturday. I will say this: I, I can now hit you with the business in fourteen different languages. So <laughs> that's coming next. Boom! <laughs> so he's he's got a few more days to before, but uh, great news, positive news. The 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 person that Mandy came in contact with tested negative uh, of the coronavirus. So that that's fantastic news. So that's great. I think the guys are. I think they're still sticking with the quarantine just a little bit longer, just to make sure everything's good. So yeah. They, uh, there was three of them in, in question. They all three had negative tests. That was, um, I believe, six days after exposure for them. So, I mean, yeah, there's still an outside chance that maybe day 13, you know, you, you can become positive. So they're sticking out the 14 days. We're going to stick out the 14th day. Today is day eight for us. And for people that don't know, I guess maybe we should kind of say this more often. Today's give the date, you know, like the actual date. Today's the first um uh so we got till next wednesday and then we're, we can be cleared actually i guess tuesday evening we're actually in the clear of the 14 days so we're gonna wait it's been this long anyway so what the hell we're probably gonna just steer clear of Alden for another couple weeks right just to yeah. make sure let's go ahead and extend that safety quarantine. first well you know what i feel bad is you're gonna go through a quarantine you're gonna go to the store and get some milk because your family has been out without milk or whatever it is right <laughs> And you're going to touch a damn thing and get it, you know? I mean, like, this this is going to be... I, I get the quarantine and everything else, but I feel like we're going to be right back in another quarantine. Oh. Alden's so. been safer than anybody because everybody's been dropping stuff off. I know, I know. I I, I brought, like, a hundred, hundred-something dollars worth of... Oh, they bought it, but I picked it up and brought it here, like Uber Eats. And uh, it was a fajita pack and a gallon of margaritas. Uh, yeah, it's... I mean, I think Mandy and them drank on that for, like, Three days, the, the the margaritas. So she just now finished off the margarita, dude. Just now. Ah, nice. Um, yeah, she drank a lot on it Sunday, and appreciate that, by the way, Jan. But we've had a lot of people, man, come by and and drop stuff off, just you know, different stuff throughout throughout the week or whatever. And um, so I haven't been that bad because Mandy and I, we've been fortunate enough that we've been able to work. So the day kind of goes, especially during the week. The weeks go by kind of normally. My kids are. That's another story, man. They're, like my little one's gonna be a possessed demon pretty soon. It's yeah, she's she's crazy, but it's not that bad, man. There we're fortunate. There's people that are in worse situations than we are. You know what I mean? So it's it's. I don't want to downplay it and say that oh, it's the worst time ever because it's not bad. But uh, no, we're you're into with, it. So no, I, I agree, Yeah, you're 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 with the people you love. You have your whole family together. Um, it's yeah, it's not that bad when that, all that's happening. You know. Yeah. So, but uh, speaking of people dropping stuff off at your house uh matt i think you said earlier well give me give me your morning uh give me your morning matt so last night i saw some post about how um best donut here in pearland was trying to get a little more business so i thought you know i'm gonna do a little advance order i'll have some donuts waiting for me when i wake up in the morning so i do this little advance order set it for like 8 15 in the morning what, what did you order I ordered uh, mini kolaches for the kids. I got an apple fritter for me, a little English muffin, sausage, egg, and cheese. 
little Egg McMuffin version from Best Donut. So I place this advanced order, and then I sleep in until about 8.45. And oh. no, all, all my kids are still asleep and everything, so I roll out of bed, check my messages. I immediately, that's the first thing I think of, check my messages. And uh, they're, they had delivered those donuts early. So they had dropped them off at like 7.30 in the morning. So they just been sitting outside on my front porch for an hour. Did they like shoot you a text or something let you know that they're delivered? Oh, or? Yeah, they did. And oh. I was asleep when that text message oh, came you didn't, in. <laughs> you didn't get up in time to... Ta- wow. Wow. Yeah. How does that... I wish I would have known. What time I would have walked across street. I like <laughs> breakfast. <laughs> what time does your work start, Matt? It starts whenever I, you know, log into my computer, mm. I guess. So anyway... <laughs> Okay. I I ended up heating all that up and ended up being pretty tasty. Actually, it was one of the best apple fritters I ever had. I'm a huge apple fritter fan, by the way. So good. So hmm. uh, by the way, me. so what I, all I heard was if um, <laughs> if you order stuff at night uh, and then Matt will oversleep. So if you get up early in the morning, you see shit on Matt's doorstep. Yes, check his doorstep. Go before get you cook food breakfast. off the doorstep. Bring it to your house and eat it while it's hot. And then Matt will call people. And go. I never got my food. Where my food at? <laughs> as long as I get free cinnamon rolls from uh, John's house, Dude, those are compensation. Bomb. I'll be yes. okay with that. They were so. fantastic. Amy told me. Uh, I think she even texted Denny. She was like, "That's the best damn cinnamon roll I've ever had." And she can't even taste. She is. She's. She lost her taste during her accident, right? So she still loved it. The kids, everybody's chowed down to those two damn yeah, they uh, were, cinnamon rolls. They, they were, were good. They're phenomenal. And that yeah. recipe was actually, I think, from uh, James Bennett. So really, oh yeah. really. Okay. Hey, well, hell. James Bennett throws it down. I mean, he's, shout out to uh, Bennett. Then yeah, yeah, he's quite the uh, cook himself. So yeah. I know he is. I know he is. We should have him on sometime. But yeah, that cinnamon roll, dude. And let me ask you guys a question. Now that we're not talking about cinnamon rolls, just just a second. <laughs> is it cinnamon or cinnamon? Yeah, yeah. That's not the question. I'm just kidding. But uh, when you reheat a cinnamon roll, which I assume you reheat a cinnamon roll, I have. Yep. Eat it, do you put butter on it? Yes. What? Is that a thing? That's a thing. That is a thing. What? Do you, James? Uh, I don't... Yes. Yes. Okay, because okay, I, I said been... it last night. I was like, yeah, I'm going to have a cinnamon I didn't have one yet, and I was going to put butter on it. My wife was like, what are you talking about? Who does that? And I was like, what do you mean, who does that? Like, I looked at my son, Luke, and I was like, Luke, you do that, right? And he's like, well, yeah. Like, who doesn't do that? Yeah, that's a thing. Also, a glazed donut. Don't be afraid to warm one up just a little bit. Add a little butter to that thing. I'm just telling you. I feel yeah, like I, I haven't been living my best you life. Like, bro, you have not. If you're not happening? putting butter on it, like, <laughs> you do that since I was a kid, bro. Like, so, yeah. I don't know um, the, the people out there that are listening, and some of them that know us from here. Um, you have certain donut chains, so we 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 love Shipley's. I think that's my personal favorite. I, mean, I know there's quite a few out there that, it's and there's some that do a little bit more. S- like specialized donuts, mm-hmm. the the crazy donuts and stuff like that. The bacon, which are super great. The, They're putting yeah, damn the cereal on cereal their donuts. On but I don't want to have cereal on my donut. Yeah, I, I want to have a donut. I'm okay with bacon on it though. Yeah, I'm, I, I love I love these. I love these cinnamon twists. Oh yeah, me too. Mm-hmm. And I'll get them from Shipley's, and I'll come home and I'll put them in the microwave for like ten seconds mm. to the way they get all just. And I had never thought about maybe dumping a little butter on there, dude. You got to because mm. you're not living. I can feel my arteries so just like clogging up. No, 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 no. Just dude. About that. And also, let's let's talk about the elephant in the room. I'm not talking about these biceps either, okay? Uh, but 
Hey, dude, we've been killing it this week. We're working out. We're killing it. Yes. Dude, you deserve butter on your freaking donuts. I, you I, get, love, I love You get butter. You get butter. Exactly. I love the, the feeling of just being swole. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> three days yeah. in. Three three days yeah. in. Yeah, we were no, talking I, about. I, this I'm just earlier. saying, like, as soon as you lift weight, your arms yeah, start yeah, you feeling do. like yeah, you little do. swollen. That, or whatever. That's true. You that's get the, the pump. Yeah, yeah. you will. And yeah. then you, yeah. you go in the mirror and you're like, "Shit, I still look fat. Damn it! <laughs> what happened? <laughs> what happened? I felt like I was like uh, Arnold, and I look in the mirror and I was like, Danny DeVito. I was like, God dang it! <laughs> yeah, we were talking about this earlier, and, and Jang was like, Yeah, I'm trying to trying to get rid of this dad bod and i was like nah i'm trying to work my way up to dad bod yeah yeah <laughs> yeah i don't i don't i'm wearing a uh, Coors light shirt by the way that says dad bod on it uh <laughs> I, i'm not saying i don't want to lose a dad bod but i mean I, i'm definitely a father but i want to be just a little bit more athletic i want somebody to look at that guy and go you know what he probably he probably could work out or something you know i don't know he knows what working out is yeah right right he's i think he ran once or something yeah perfect <laughs> Yes, and I, I just need to get back to where Matt is right now. Yeah, huh? yeah. I, yeah. I don't yeah. know about that. Yeah. <laughs> as soon as I get out of this uh, little garage area of mine, I'll, I'll be in there pumping some iron with you guys. Yes, we're you ready should. for you. Yeah. I love it. I love it. So, I'm what's just happy I've actually made it to the street, uh, only because some of the trash that was put out the other day was some construction paper and it started flying in the wind. So I had to go out there. That way we're not spreading our, if we had it, you know, we're not spreading it. So I actually made it to the street once. Uh, it's as far as I've been from my house. Okay. Nice. Nice. I like to imagine like Alden doing like maybe like prison workouts. <laughs> yes. Like, that's exactly. In the garage. He's just like lifting like the drum kit, uh, doing like push-ups off of the right. refrigerator. I, I don't right. know. Maybe on a sit on my back, I'm going to do push-ups. <laughs> Curling 18 packs of uh, How many uh, push-ups have you done with the uh, Aviana riding your back? Well, real ones? Or... <laughs> you, can, you can count yeah. your girl push-ups. Count, knees. count all of them. All right. Well, let me ask you this, Alden. Have you seen Braveheart since you're quarantined? <laughs> Not in its entirety, no, because I, I haven't really looked for it. Um, Lord of the Rings, I actually started watching again yesterday. I'm actually watching Jumanji right now as we're talking, because uh, <laughs> I did hit up that sling, that 14-day free little deal sling's doing. So I'm doing some of that kind of stuff, watching a lot of YouTube, uh, doing a lot of work, actually. Man, I actually worked uh, Sunday all day. I got in trouble, man. He got mad at me because I was working all day. But it's like, there's nothing else to do, you know? I mean, I'm sure there is a lot of other stuff I could probably be doing. Around the house, yeah, uh, working, there is. Working from home, the servers aren't as fast, so it's it's kind of hard. I'm trying to stay caught up as well, you know what I mean? So, I think, uh, but push-ups? No, I haven't really done any push-ups. I think, I think Mandy said uh, she wanted that downstairs painted. Yeah, well, we don't have no paint. I ain't going to make somebody deliver me paint. No, that's fine. I'll, I'll bring you some, Alvin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How much you need? You need some primer? I'll help you out. I'll, I'll drop some at your, at your garage door. Hey, y'all are cutting out. Can't hear you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure at the very least the garage is just pristine, cleaned up and everything by mm-hmm. now. Yeah. Uh, no, because both my garage doors have been open basically all day, every day since last, or since last Wednesday. So I've got leaves and June bugs and all kinds of nonsense in here. All right. Well, 
that's the life of a quarantine. Uh, what, what do we got going on this week? Okay, so we're uh, just like last week and uh, the week before, we're, we're going to slide into brisket talk and just continue Brisketology. this, this uh, I guess, learning of brisket as Jan dives deep into the cooler. <laughs> yeah, this is Brisketology 101 yeah. Volume 3. Uh, I think we're on 103 now. Yeah. So 101 Volume 3, Matt. <laughs> I'll do the naming. Yeah. This is this is real life. This is not we're not adding special effects in there of grabbing stuff out of the cooler. No, yeah, that's Jen actually grabbing a shiner block out of the cooler for me. I heard that little glass clinging over there. So we're gonna get into a little bit of brisket talk. We'll get in a little bit uh, uh talking about seasonings, talk about injections uh and then if we have a little time we'll, we'll get into a little bit of the 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 trimming or whatnot but uh i let me ask you i came across an article earlier last weekend so and it caught my eye and it, it kind of just made me go what so i'm gonna i'm gonna bring it up to you guys and let you guys uh and, and i'm gonna i'm gonna read it out to you guys and you get your thoughts i love it what do you got all right. The title of the article is "Quick Microwave Brisket." Cut. What? Cut. Yeah. Turn it off. Shut it down. We're done here. <laughs> what are you talking about? Have you ever microwaved a brisket? Uh, I've no. reheated nachos with brisket chunks on it. Does that count? I've I've heated up. I've heated up. I never cooked a brisket. Cooked. Right. No. We've reheated brisket. No. Yes. No. I'll, I'll just give you the first like little paragraph of this article. It says. I spent 40 years working outside the home. The holidays used to pose a challenge until I started cooking brisket in the microwave. That just sounds dumb. What you sound you, dumb, yeah, sir. Is, what have you done is to this yourself? A guy? This, this has to be I, I somewhere. What like have you done new, to your family? This is, That's what, what kind of, I want What know. kind of brisket fits in the microwave? Yeah. All this, I know, you know what I'm saying? It's, what is it, Dahmer, Dahmer, Dahmer for one? Like, he killed his whole family. Obviously, right. they're buried in the freaking cellar. He's warming up. He's cooking brisket in a freaking microwave Ugh. and just looking at fucking bones or something. I, I don't know what to say about this dude's obviously. Which lost part it. of New York do you live in? Is sir? this a? This could be a. No, Listening I can't to the story no, is no, like good. watching a horrible accident you can't look away from. So please beer. continue. Right, I despise people that put tortillas in the microwave. I know people that put eggs in the microwave, but a brisket. Ugh. Oh man. Do eggs right. in the microwave? Do that. If you don't have awful. two minutes to spare to cook an egg, there's something wrong with you. <laughs> right. Dude, I think I had a coworker drop an egg in a microwave, and oh. that stunk up the whole Good office. Lord. And they got fired. Yeah. I would Same fire with tortilla. You. I'd rather yeah. just have a cold tortilla than put it in a microwave. Yeah. Or give me a flat top. Exactly. Right. That's how it should be done. Exactly. So, over the years, many brisket mavens had no idea my brisket cooked in less than one hour oh my god and here's how god, i almost want to try this keep going we're definitely <laughs> trying this <laughs> i don't know if i want to waste a brisket but that's a really going. good bark like oh shit yeah. ingredients well, I'll, it's I'll radioactive so i'll, I'll run show up to cook off of this damn thing hey just give me a 110 volts <laughs> uh 30 amp breaker please right, and go. uh yeah where's your smoker at it's right yeah. over there it's no a, it's fine yeah it's a high beam yep uh 60 minutes enter yeah Watch it spin. Yeah. We're yeah. done. Where's beep, the smoke setting? Beep, beep, beep. <laughs> <laughs> then run. Ding. It's like a bomb that go off. Done. 
<laughs> Ingredients, guys. You want? Yeah. Go ahead. Okay. So they do scale the brisket down a little bit. Well, okay. So they, we're looking at three pounds of brisket. Okay. Okay. Are they, are they pre-slicing or are they just doing one big chunk? I think it's a big chunk. Can you buy a three-pound brisket in Texas? No, uh, they're, they're buying. Oh, obviously not from Texas. <laughs> no, not in Texas. Uh, no, I'm sorry. No, they're buying like a, a small like eight-pound or whatever, trimming it up and then cutting it up or something. Yeah. It's hard to find an eight-pound By the way, brisket. you can cook a lot of briskets that day in your microwave. So, <laughs> All right. Three pounds of brisket seasoned with paprika, garlic, and onion powder. Wow. One envelope of onion soup. Three-quarters cup of ketchup. Two thinly sliced onions, eight ounces of mini carrots. This is a, a pot. It's yeah, in a pan. It's a roast. Yeah, they're yeah. not roast. pretending One, this is a smoked brisket. Fourteen ounce can of diced tomatoes. Mm. Three quarter cup water uh, to cover the brisket. And then cover, and then yeah, it's a roast. And yeah, then obviously, doing a roast. yeah. So and then the boiling hey, the brisket in the cover microwave. with tenfold <laughs> next time. Is that what's happening? Okay. That, that sounds you. like what's happening. Huh? They're boiling the brisket in the microwave. Yeah, yeah. There's, they're making a roast. Uh, yeah. It's like crock pot cooking or something. Yeah. Uh, if you're gonna if you're gonna do that, just do it in a crock pot. Which even still, I obviously don't recommend wasting a brisket in the crock pot. Do you just not no, go, with just go with brisket? Go with like a chuck roast. Yes. Or yes. Go with exactly. Roast. Exactly. <laughs> I, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm hey. just hoping as I'm listening to the story that they pulled it out of the microwave. And then they wrapped it in tin foil and stuck it back in there. I'm hoping this is the end of the story. <laughs> right. Wrap right. a tin foil and run. Add detergent. And it's flying yeah. everywhere. Okay, so, uh, and it gives the directions. Place the onions and carrots in the bottom of a large, deep Pyrex dish. Mix the onion soup, ketchup, tomatoes, three-quarter cup water, set aside. Add brisket to the dish and pour tomato, ketchup, soup, water mixture over the brisket. Add additional water to cover the brisket, cover the dish, microwave on high for 25 minutes. They're literally boiling the brisket. Remove the, uh, remove from, um, Pyrex. Yeah. Turn the brisket. Mm. Repeat the process. Add more vegetables and water if desired. Best cooked one to two days before serving. Oh, I I get this. It's April Fool's. Ha! Funny James, we're not it's following. It's not April it. Fools. This and it says best results cooked one to two days before serving. When cool, slice and return to the dish. If you want to conduct a taste test, heat the brisket in gravy and before the serving. I, yeah, no. This, okay. This, okay. This Wait, is not, why would you cook I need it two days before you eat it? There's two know. things I want, James. I want you to scroll to the bottom and find the man's name. We'll Google the address. His next little holiday, I'm showing up with a brisket smoked. I'm gonna be like, here's your brisket, sir. Serve yes. this to your family. Yes. And they're gonna slap me in the face as soon as they try that brisket. Sir, is, you come out front so we can kick you in yeah, the nuts. Right. <laughs> this is from uh, chabad.org. Chabad? Uh, chabad? Everybody yeah. knows Chabad. This is uh, kosher cooking. Okay. Mm. Look, I, I'm like, like, if that's all you got. There's no pictures. I just here. don't think it is. Like, it's you, quick. Oh, it's, it's this, by Bonnie Clawen. Bro, if all you've got is a microwave, you're not buying a brisket. You're buying hot pockets. This is New York. I'm telling you right yeah. now. This is Jersey cooking a corned beef, right? Just cook. Just call one of your freaking, call your, your nephew, right? That's got a smoker and give him the damn brisket next time. Let him cook it for you and pick it back to Jersey and it'll be good. Like, you'll love it at that point. And they're like, holy, oh my God, you, 
Thank you for doing this. This is an idiot. That's what it is. No, That's just wrong. Like, no, it is. Over there in New York, I guess their houses and stuff, or the, their apartments, everything's tiny, so like they have to go like grocery shopping every day Doesn't matter. Day or you can like buy that. a Weber. You always buy a Weber. Yes. Go down to the damn, I don't know, maybe there's not a good barbecue place nearby if you're in New York. I don't know. Up, no, there actually is. Al Dente Diva. New York, New York She's got a smoker. She can yeah, do it. They, She's they, in they've, got some, they've got some legit... Uh, they got some legit Texas style barbecue companies popping yeah, up there. I think right? I went to so, one there that wasn't yeah. it wasn't awful. Yeah, I just so, wish we had video so you could see the disgusted looks on me and Jan's faces. He tells like, that story and the like very worried and concerned uh, looked on John's face over there, like, yeah. <laughs> trying to understand okay. what's happening. Why are you telling you this? Yeah. <laughs> it just hurts me. Ugh, can we talk yeah. about real brisket? Let's let's talk about real brisket and then more specifically, so. Uh, just a, a quick synopsis of what we discussed last week and week before. So we went into the grades of brisket. Mm, picking uh, out your brisket. How to pick out a brisket. So now yep. we've kind of moved on to what we're going to season the brisket with. You know, one thing I, I forgot to add when you're picking out a brisket, and one thing I think that people overlook a lot of times, like they look at that, oh, it's a prime brisket, right? So if you look at the brisket from the from the top side, the the, the top of the brisket, not, not the fatty side of the bottom, the top of it, right? And you'll look how the grain of meat is running. It's always running down to, towards that little it's the so it's the the flat portion. Right, the furthest part from the point. Right? Goes all the way down to like a like a like a little V there, right? Mm-hmm. If you go right below that, the bottom side of that brisket right there, I'm, I'm not describing this well, but I'm trying to I try to find a brisket that has the thickest part there as well, right? Right. You, you, you want, know what I'm saying? Well, you want your whole flat point to be flat even. Point, flat part to be yeah, an right. even, even, cut. an yeah. even cut of meat. Yeah. I, I don't. I all too often you find one that that tapers down to very thin piece yeah. of meat. Once you cut off the fat off the bottom, yes. there's nothing left. It does not work because once once you do that, if you, especially if you're doing it for competition style, it, it will not work because you're going to start cutting and then your meat's going to taper down to something very small. And you're not going to be able to use it, right? So you're, mm-hmm. you really need to box that in or, or frame it. But if you're looking, every once in a while, you'll find one that's freaking freaking awesome. So Yeah, that but, is actually a great point. Try to find one that has some consistency in the thickness of the flat. Right, right. From 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 top to bottom. Right. Yeah, And so, another thing that we piggybacked, uh, we talked a little bit about the left-handed brisket versus the right-handed brisket. Mm-hmm. So I read up a little bit about, on how to determine a left-handed versus right-handed brisket. And so two ways, one being if you, I guess you hold the, if you have the point of it holding like towards you and then you have the flat pointing away. Yep. If the curve of the brisket is going right, then it's a left-handed brisket. Ah. If the curve of the brisket is going left, then it's a right-handed brisket. And I forget what side do they only, always lay on. We want to get the ones that are on the left-handed side. Okay, so you want pointing to the left. Well, no, you want it curving to the right. To if, the right. If you have the point sitting okay, on your so belly, you got the brisket, the flat here. You have the point coming down, and it's pointing next to your belly. The point's at your belly. The flat's away from you. You want it to you curve want the to curve right. to going to the right. Okay. And I think if you flip it around to where you have the flat facing you, the curve will go to the left. The decal, that that white fat chunk. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. That's on one side of the brisket. Correct. If you have the flat facing you, your belly, the point, 
the flat, okay, the flat portion right. where you get your slices off of. That's facing here on your belly and the points away from you. You're going to have that fat chuck that's sitting on one side of the brisket. You want to get the, the, the one that's on the left. Okay. Right. That's the one That'd that be the easiest they're, way to they're laying on the other side. Correct. Right. So we'll post a picture. Yeah, we're actually we're gonna do a brisket, and we're gonna we're gonna do some little slicing videos. We're gonna buy a left and a right one. We're gonna do a trimming (laughs) video, and we'll 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 see if we can come up with something to to explain that. Yeah, to you. Yeah. I don't I don't know if there's any truth to this. I just I've heard this all my life. Some people believe it. Some people don't. And and like you talk to ranchers and people that own cattle, and they're like, "Hey, like every time I see a damn cow, he's laying on his right side." No, I mean the the article that I read uh, from uh, AmazingRibs.com. They he went out there. He called uh, some folks out in Lagrange, and I mean he didn't call Dusty. I mean he should have called Dusty. uh, But this is probably a few years back. But he said, "Is this true?" And they went out there and, and surveyed their field. And I think out of the 37 heads of cattle that they had out there, all of them but three were laying on, laying their, on their left side. Laying on the left side. Correct. Wait. No, laying on the right or left? Laying on the right. Sweet right. Jesus. <laughs> Don't say right. Right. Correct? Now you're getting me confused. Are they, were they laying on the right side or the left side? True. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I think you don't want a... Do you want a right-handed brisket or a left-handed brisket? Left-handed brisket. Then they're laying on their right. You want you want them laying on the you want the one that they're not working out. They right. use the right-handed side to, to push, push up. up, right? Exactly. Yeah, so they're laying so on the right. It makes that a little tougher piece of meat. Correct. Yeah. Right. So, so left- the ones that were laying on the opposite side are they going to start branding those steers? That way, you know, like, all right, well, these were the the left-handed steers or whatever. So no. then you need to pick the opposite no, side. No, because you can you can tell by looking at the brisket which side is which, but. I'm telling you right now, I've heard this all my life. And I, 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 the last probably five or six years, I disregarded how it should be or how it should whatever. But I remember for a long time, we didn't. And dude, like, I don't know, man. Maybe maybe we just gave up like the biggest secret maybe. in the whole freaking competition uh, cooking right there. I'll tell you what. I'll get into it real quick and I'll tell you. Shit. So I was watching a Secrets. video earlier today and it was basically just – left-handed versus right-handed this guy's like i don't think this is real this is not true i'm gonna go ahead and do this test and he went to costco and bought some prime briskets and i'm gonna do this in front of you i'm gonna cook them the same way i think he cooked them on a, a ys yoder like yeah. a, a 640, yoder 640. Yeah. so he, he cooked them and then he got them all sliced up and he's like this is a left-handed brisket and he pulls apart he's like oh that pulls apart nice and easy I mean, looks good. Hey, they're both juicy. They both look good. I mean, they, then he gets over to the, the right-handed one, and he goes to pull it apart. There was a little bit of a snug on there. I'm not even – he just – he played it off. He's like, put it down. He's like, and then cook onto the left one, pulled off. Oh, that's good, man. Goes to the other one. He's like, I, I, I can't even tell the difference. And he pulls another one. And you're Liar. watching a video, and you can see him like a little bit of a snug Lion on Lion mofo. He gets yeah. almost towards the end. He's like – well, I mean, there is a little. I can't. There is a little bit of more pull in this right one. Um, I, I mean, and I was like, nah, you quit playing." Nah, bro. Hey, cut your video. Let's yeah, be honest, honest, as soon as you see the video, like <laughs> crash. <laughs> Nothing to see here, folks. <laughs> yeah, right, right. But seriously, like, you got you got to test like what a thousand briskets to make that that kind of call. No, John, I'm super. <laughs> 
superficial. <laughs> just show super, me one. Super drunk? Just, nope. Just just show me one, and then I'm like, nope. I'm that's a decision. It, it, so this it, weekend, let's you just say buy you're, one of each. Did you say you're superficial? I said I'm super superficial. No. <laughs> that's what I said. Not superstitious. No, no, no. no. Okay. okay. So yeah. if I want to trim a brisket, where do I start? If you want to trim a brisket. Yeah, because that's what we're talking about. We'll here, start right? with that's a brisket. That's what we're getting into. Don't grab James's razor no, blade. We found the right brisket. We went into the yeah. store. We found, oh, that... That prime one, it looks good. It's got the right striations of fat in the beef. I got it home. I cut it open. I smelled it. It smells great. We're going to start trimming this. What do we do? You start at the top first, right? I So everybody has their, I think it's it's a method you go through that, that people look at it and like, you, you have the way you learned and you only do it that way, right? Right. Yes. I, I only, I will not trim the back part of a brisket or the fatty side of a brisket before I do the top. I, I don't know why. I'm the same way. It's the weird because it's the only way you've learned. Right. And for me, I usually start by sort of squaring the brisket up, like so around the edges, cutting off, you know, where the the fat cap and the the underneath part is coming up, and the sides are all just fat. I usually start by kind of squaring up the whole brisket and then starting down the top. Yeah, you, you'll get a little bit of that oxidation on the side of the briskets where yeah, the meat starts turning brown that's, a little that's bit. That's where I start. Cut that off because I mean it. I mean, quite honestly, you can cook it, and by the time it's done, it'll be all burnt off or whatever. But, I mean, just just cut it off. I mean, It doesn't look appealing when look, it's raw, and yeah. I'm, I'm like, it's not going to look appealing I'm when it's... I'm not going to eat that. And maybe it will, but I'm not cooking that. I always cut that off. Yeah, I mean, and you I want it. it to be sort of aerodynamic anyway for Beer the smoke. Beer reviews do that to you, John. Yeah, they get you. They get you right in the kisser every yeah. time. <laughs> you want it to be sort of aerodynamic for the for the smoke, so I mean you're gonna you're gonna be trimming some of that anyway. Yeah, you do. So, uh, I, so we, we'll go through. Um, the, 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 I wish we could. We'll, we'll post a video, and we're gonna trim some. We're gonna do uh, one this and, weekend. It'll yeah, be up before this ever ever. Without comes. a doubt. Uh, but yeah, I think that when you're trimming, uh, people just concentrate sometimes just on the fat on the top side, mm-hmm. and and because it's very easy, right? It's a little bit limited amount of fat on the top. So it's like very easy. Uh, that, sil- that silver skin uh, that I, you know, I, t- I take that off completely. I, I don't want that. To me, it's just a little yeah. bit of toughness there. It's just a barrier for the that's the it. smoke yep. and the, the everything. So I, I pull that off. Uh, but something to think about, a lot of people don't, um, is that I, you really want to try to have a piece of meat that um, – so there's two types, two types of trimming. One is for my house. That, that I'm going to cook and eat right, personally, right. and we're we're mostly talking backyard barbecue here, not right. So so if if it's that way, then I'm going to tell you right now that I'm I'm probably going to pull that portion of it off. I'm probably going to pull a little bit of that fat cap you're talking about, James, when you're talking about what well, a left hand side or right hand mm-hmm. side, where's it facing, uh, which is basically in the uh, point itself. I'm going to pull some of that out of there, but I'm not really worried about it. You know, I'm I'm going to make that yeah. chopped beef or. Or whatever, I'm gonna slice it up and, and make burn ends uh, or cube it, right? So, um, yeah, I'm not really torn about that. But when you flip it over, that to me, like, like, and I learned competition way before I learned how I liked it at home. Mm-hmm. So for a long time, I stripped that damn thing like it was like the front, right? So I'm I'm ready to to, uh, but I like that fat, I like that flavor. So now I probably leave. I mean, I'll probably leave maybe a little bit more than a quarter of an inch, and then I'll score it um, like almost a checkered pattern and then season it really well. Right. So yeah. uh, that, that's personally for me. For the for, bottom. Yeah, for, I'm the same way. For the, quarter, the bottom, I'm trying to be right at a quarter, maybe a hair under a quarter. 
but usually I'm right around a quarter for for the bottom part. Yeah. Yeah. I but leave it, a little barrier there. It, there is. There's a little bit of barrier there. But it's funny, you know. I I mean, I can't. I don't know how many briskets I've actually cooked. I can't. Like thousands. I, I, maybe. I mean, we've been doing this, you know, twenty twenty years. I think when I like a good tasting, like a competition brisket, or a, really just a one one slice punchy in the mouth brisket, I'm trimming a lot more fat than that. Like a lot of people don't want to do that, but I I do. But we cook a little differently, I think, than a lot of people do as well. So yeah, I don't know. Uh, well, I, again, it, it's all about the process. It's all about how you cook it, and can you be consistent at cooking it? But That's right. There's a um, there's a lot of fat running throughout the muscle fibers or whatever right so you can get away with taking a lot of that fat off probably just on the flat portion but you have to probe it you have to like make sure you stay on top of it if not your window like uh if you leave like maybe a quarter inch of fat cap on it your window of like i guess error is a lot greater than if you were to trim off that fat, then your window shrinks down to what? where you have yes. just a little so, bit of a, a, a window of error. I, I would agree with you. Uh, and, and when I said earlier, you said consistency, right? So that plays a big part, but it's not consistency um, like in, in, in how much fat you leave. I think a lot of people don't realize is maintaining the fire at a certain degrees and leaving it at that certain degree for the entire cook. That it that is what makes a great brisket. Right, that's what takes a, it from a really good brisket to a wow. God, right, damn, to, that's amazing. If, if you want an inconsistent brisket, don't watch the fire. Don't maintain a fire. Do it sporadically. Let right. let, let your temperatures climb. Keep really opening high. it up and looking at it. Yep, let, let them climb really high. Let, let it drop really low. Keep fighting your fire, and I promise you, you'll have an inconsistent brisket. But if you maintain a certain temperature throughout, let me tell you what you're cooking in an oven. Right. And right. everybody knows we cook an oven, you maintain the temperature and you know, Hey, four hours I'm pulling this or six hours I'm doing this. It's, it's, it's not rocket science. Maybe it is, but, uh, that's how you get a really good brisket. So I think right. it's a really good thing to yeah. point on is like consistency and seasoning consistency and whatever, but yeah, and, maintain right, the yeah. temperature. And, that's and, to me is number one. And next week, uh, we're going to go like deep dive we'll delve into the the cooking process as far as what we temperatures we cook at what you got to look at as far as like uh maintaining those temperatures and how it affects the meat without a doubt and also how your brisket looks Mm -hmm. knowing knowing your brisket will tell you what your temperature needs to be that's something a lot of people don't realize either yeah and one more thing when you're trimming that that bottom part of the brisket off when you're getting it down to one eighth or one quarter or leaving a little more on you may want to consider what you're cooking on. So if you're cooking on a pellet smoker where the, the heat source is right below, I know they say it's like a convection oven, but the heat source is still right below. Or maybe you're cooking on an egg or something where the heat source is going to be right below where you're cooking. You may want to leave a little bit more fat on to leave a little bit more uh, room for, for forgiveness so you're not scorching anything. Yeah, I saw a um, uh, doing a little research earlier today. is amazingribs.com as well. But uh, one of the things that they said is that you want a you want to put the fat between the meat and the heat, right? Love that. So That's the same saying. thing that John was like alluding to. If you have a pellet smoker where the the heat's coming from below, that's where you want that fat. 
if you got an offset smoker uh, where it's like indirect uh, type heat, uh, then you can probably just like uh, maybe keep the fat still on the bottom. Probably doesn't right. play or a maybe big you factor. Can put it on the top, but so you want that point. Or. Maybe you want that point facing the firebox. Really? I, I, that sounded like super like confrontational. I always thought that you guys put the uh, the flat towards the firebox so that the smoke rolls over it. Yeah. The the skinnier end and then up over the point. Well, no. And out. I think that. I think that anything's higher than what the brisket is, right? So it depends what your brisket looks like. Have a brisket where you have a point that's sitting so much higher than what your flat is. That's going to get a lot more um, uh, heat or or doneness will happen with that piece versus the one sitting lower than it. But for me, I, I do like the point facing the firebox. Okay. It's a protective cap. You're going to get as much smoke to me anyways. Um, I get it. And yeah. yeah, I don't think I have a preference either way. I just thought I I'd, I'd seen more folks doing the like saying we, that, we started, that aerodynamic. We started doing the, a competition. When we, I mean, having the point, um, like John was saying, because uh, you offset smoker you have if you're looking at the smoker, you have the the smoke that's rolling from the right side and it's coming through the pit and, right from the so firebox to the stack. You want to make this thing, but a lot of these days nowadays, I mean, people are. You look at the Aaron Franklins and all these guys. They're, they're making these briskets so aerodynamically that they're they're shaving off. That's right. The right. actual n- point. There is no high to where there is no height. Point, it's all right. one same direction. That's right. Which I mean, I know they're making sausages and stuff out of this stuff. Which I mean, yeah, I they're reusing it. it. We don't We're, do that right. at home, yeah. so. The eventually, I mean, you're gonna have one big butt, which is a point. I already on one have side. one big butt. I was waiting for you, John. <laughs> <laughs> and then you're gonna have the flat portion of it. So, we, we used to cook the point side first because it was so fatty, and there was so much like marbling, so much fat in there that mm-hmm. it would protect that meat. It makes sense because the flat. Like I said earlier, you only have a certain window before you have a really just tender piece of um, sliced brisket, or you just have really dry brisket. Right. No, I do. I I, I think so. And it, it's a great point to thinking like what's higher, what's lower. I know there's been a lot of like here in the last probably you know what there's more barbecue talk in the last ten years than there was the last right. twenty five years prior to this. Right. So. I mean, barbecue's come a long ways. People are trying new things, which I'm always a big fan of. Um, Cooking their briskets in the microwave. (laughs) A lot of it's going to have to do with the size of your offset, right? So if you have a small offset where it's sitting right on the firebox, then it's going to matter more than if you have a a 1,000-gallon smoker and it's six feet away from it. Either way, it doesn't really matter. Or it also depends on what temperature you're cooking at. Right? Are are you so? Right. Are you a yeah. hot and fast guy? If you're cooking you it know? at 350, then yeah, it's going to make yeah. a difference. If 225, you know? it's not going. Gonna... There's 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 some competition teams that that will crank the temperature as high as they can get it and let their brisket go for one hour at that yeah. temperature. And I, I've and seen guys they, do that and walk. Like, they, I know it. And they pull it off. It's almost like they're searing a like a, makes me want to try 18 it. pound steak, right? Yeah. And then yeah. Let me ask you guys. So I have just one of those basic offset smokers you get at Academy. And the way I do it is I have the low end towards the firebox. So like you're saying, what's the low end? The flat. The flat. The flat. The okay. flat. I'm helping the, the the newer people, the newbies, right. the, the thinner end, world. folks. So yeah. 
it so that like you were saying that smoke rolls across Mm -hmm. then when i wrap it i usually flip it around okay and that way i'm kind of I don't know if that makes a difference. Keeping that's the way I did my rotation, last one. Right? That, that's just how I usually do my brisket. I'll, I'll so I don't know you, if you guys have any ideas on that. I'll tell you uh, for the folks that, that are at home and for you guys right here, the point cooks faster than the flat. Right. You wouldn't think it would because it's thicker, but right. I think it's because of the fat content. I, I think there's so the, much fat in there that mm-hmm. it just, and the, the flat not portion of meat is very dense. Right. Exactly why. Yeah. Yeah. Now I want a brisket, guys. Uh, who's, co- who's cooking brisket? But, I, but I'm okay. I'm okay with my flat going to a 209 or 210. I'm sorry. Okay. I'm sorry. The point. The point, right. Yeah. Going to 209 or 210. I'm fine with that. Right. Right? Because that's that's protecting my piece of meat. That's closer to the firebox. The other side is is the, the flat sitting there, and it's, it's being protected a little bit. It's not as close to the firebox, and um, I think it's probably cooking a little more evenly because it's a it's – a, it should be the same thickness throughout. Okay. Yeah, right? I agree. So, yeah. I think we're getting a little bit too far into the uh, how to cook the brisket. So. We need probably – I think we've discussed a little bit about the, the 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 trimming. We need to get into some seasoning. Let's get into the little rubs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about that. I love this. I mean, there's yeah. the standard Texas this. salt and pepper, but let's get deeper. But is that what Texas is, though? That's what people think when they think I know. Texas brisket. Is that all they do is salt, 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 salt pepper, salt, pepper, like this post talk about done. Texas. Yeah. yeah. Hey, let me tell you who's doing that. Uh, it's not uh, – maybe Franklin's is. I, yeah. I don't – Hey, it ain't grabbing the brisket. That's right. Hey, I will – never mind. I'm not saying that out loud. <laughs> uh, I, I will say this. If you're not putting some extra seasonings on, on your – I'm just saying right now, there was a competition between Aaron Franklin and myself – He's not walking. I am. So I love that's, it. That's truth, right? That's not, that's not even like me trying to like flex or anything. I'll tell you right now. Oh my god! Ten times out of ten, you're not reaching the money hole, Aaron. All right? Neither is Killins. So. Oh my uh, god! That's a call out, folks. That's right. Hey, you you heard it here. Uh, I but, smell a throwdown. Yeah, well, let's, whatever. Let's right. do. Hey, this. It's like it's it, it's almost like they're cooking it in a microwave, and I'm cooking it on offset oh, at that point. Oh, you know what I mean? So okay. Uh, but yeah, no, I, I think that uh, I, I think that you have a uh, the seasoning. People people think about what Texas is, and then what it really is. It's not just Texas so anymore. What is the seasoning? Mm-hmm. Well, that, that's the thing. It's not just you can't label Texas. First of all, Texas is bigger than Germany. Okay, Texas is bigger than most freaking countries. Mm-hmm. So, what is the seasoning that everybody has a salt and pepper? Salt and pepper. That's it. So we're, talking, Texas. we're talking kosher salt. Kosher salt, number sixteen right. ground number black, 16 pepper. Black, black pepper. That's it. Yep. Right. So that's that's the that's the personification or, or, or the, the persona that uh, that we have for being Texas. However, I, you probably need to divide Texas into like four different states and then see what it is. Yeah, because there's definitely some differences. I mean, East mm-hmm. Texas and Central Texas, Central and, yeah, it's versus all what it is and down in the valley. Hey, man. They're doing some, sh- they're doing some stuff down in the valley that some of the top teams in Texas are down there, right? Yeah. Right? If you it's if you don't think there's North a difference, Texas. try to compete in these different parts of Texas. You'll get a walk in one, go to the next one, and you won't hear your no, name all week. Probably get knifed as well. But I'm just kidding. That's a joke. Uh, no, you're exactly right. But I'm bummed. I need a freaking symbols. Alden, thumb me the symbols. Alden, you still there? Boom! I love it. Uh, so 
yeah, I think I, I think if you're not if you're not traveling, uh, if you're in Texas and you're not traveling the whole state of Texas to cook in or cooking in some of these people, man, you're missing out because the flavors change from from Dallas to Amarillo to Texarkana yeah. down to East Texas, which would be Beaumont. Right. And it changes from Beaumont to Pearland. It does. Which is it really always does. using all the mopping sauces. Is that the Beaumont side? Yeah, I, don't uh, I don't know. No. Yeah, yeah, further yeah, east you get, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah it yeah. is. Yeah. It is. The further west you get, that's uh, where you find the salt and pepper. Salt and right? pepper. Yeah. yeah. I, I would say central Texas. Central yeah. Texas right. is a salt and pepper, right? So hey, I, there's nothing wrong with that. I'm they, not saying they make some killer brisket. I've made brisket with it. I think I've had rape people, oh man, this is great brisket. Hey, thank you. I appreciate it. But when you go one bite for one bite, my brisket's going to punch you in the mouth. That's going to be like, and okay. that's what that's, we're talking about. That's that's it. So but I, so what's the uh, – I'll pose a question to you all. What's the biggest thing for a novice, right, somebody going in to cook their – like let's say they cook their first brisket. What's the first thing they do when they go to seasonings? Do they what's, – what's the first mistake they make? I, I, well, I think I number that. one. First mistake that they all make is they don't put enough seasoning on it. That's what I was going to say. They under season. I know that was my under problem because I know I remember specifically James telling me you can't over season your brisket. And I was like, "What do you mean you can't? You can cake that shit on there. Yeah, you, you can, can over salt one. Right, 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 right. You can over season like too much of one thing, but you're not just gonna no. You're not gonna sit there put the same thing on over. Yeah, you can't over season it. Is what I'm getting at. I, I would yeah I don't I don't think you can if you're adding paprika and you're adding uh, garlic and you're adding um, I, I don't know what what else would you uh, cumin or if you're adding I mean there's a whole lot of seasoning time uh, yeah garlics and herbs yeah if you're if you're doing like, I'm, no there's not right yeah um, but if you're just doing like salt and pepper well yeah there's probably a point there's a point where you're going to change the flavor of of that brisket or whatever else right so uh, but I I read something earlier. It was about salt and about pepper, right? It said salt enhances the flavor of what you're eating. Pepper changes the flavor. That makes sense. Right? And, and if you think about that, you're like, okay, well, shit. I mean, like, so salt, man, it's, I, th- I thought that was pretty profound for me when I'm going to cook and going to season something. I'm like, salt enhances, pepper changes the flavor. So how right. much pepper do I want with right. what nice. I'm cooking? So right? if you're like... Yeah, the flavor is just not all the way there. You add a little salt. If it's like the flavor's not right, you add a little pepper. I'm right. sure that works the same way with the beer. We don't put really pepper in the beer. We put salt in the beer, right? That's right. Just, You're just enhancing it. <laughs> I love it. Uh, right. One one little uh, little tip for you guys: white pepper. Don't be afraid to go out there and get a little white pepper because I've heard from a lot of chefs. I've heard from a lot of people barbecuing. That, that that's something that people don't utilize enough in their rubs because if you think about it like pepper you get that kind of spiciness like right off the bat that's right mm-hmm. on your tongue white pepper you get that little spice the back maybe kind of the back in back into your throat you know okay. what i mean so it, it's a very kind of like i say not un underlot underutilized underutilized type of spice but it is I dude, I love that. I wish you probably wouldn't have shared that with the people. Nah, the <laughs> but, people uh, need to know. Hey, delete that. But but uh, don't no. listen. <laughs> no, I think I think you're exactly right, man. That's yeah. that's something that you don't really think about. I know for a long time, I, n- I never did until James brought up to me. It was like, 
dude, I've been using white pepper on some stuff, and it's phenomenal. Like, yeah, white pepper and black pepper are not the same. No, I mean, they're not. They they're come not. from the same peppercorn, but they're they're different. And go back and listen to our salt. You know what I like? Episode. I like yeah. is they come from the same peppercorn. White pepper and black pepper came from the same peppercorn. Thank you, people. That's been solved, right? There's no. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I was gonna say garlic. Adding garlic to it. I think James, you a couple episodes back. You were talking about some guy who was at competitions and he wasn't putting garlic on his seasoning at yeah, all. Yeah, yeah. And as soon as he added that, boom, the guy all of a sudden's like, you know, at the very top ranking. So, yeah, garlic is. Don't a, forget to put garlic again, on it. it. We'll go out there and put it out there. I mean, for the people that are cooking out there, a lot of people have, you know, they they buy the brisket rub. Mm-hmm. They buy the uh, the the rubs that uh, some of these people are. There's putting a out lot there. of fantastic rubs. Yeah, a lot of great. Hey, stuff just out use there. this one rub, just use and then you're good. Yeah, that's yeah. not necessarily the case all the time because that one rub, you taste out of the bottom, uh, out of the bottle, and it tastes salty or it tastes a little spicy or whatever. But after a 12 hour cook, all that shit gets diluted. That's right. The fat just drips and renders and knocks a lot of that stuff off. Uh, and it ends up in the bottom of the pit. Or it pulls, right? It pulls, and you go to pull it, and it drains off, and you have this big streak in your brisket. But something that people don't think about is when you go to wrap, wh- whether you're doing butcher paper or you're doing or the peach paper or you're, or you're doing the uh, tin foil, right? Don't be afraid to take and take another look at what you've done. i got a good bark right now. Do I need to add something that's going to pop? Yeah, you can add a little something. And then that's we'll, right. we'll obviously get into that a little bit more with our... our Next week, when well, we get it's cooking, cooking, but I'm but saying the seasoning side. Right. Don't, don't be afraid to add a little season. Exactly. Mid cook. Yeah. So yeah. Don't go hard nothing. Yeah, but yeah, Matt's right. Hit the hit the nail right on the head there. I think salt and pepper is number one, but garlic is probably the next most important seasoning you're going to add to your brisket. I feel like if you look at any great seasoning that you're using, it's like salt, garlic. Pepper is probably like fifth on the list or something because pepper is so profound. Mm-hmm. Some onion. Right. onion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, go ahead and just take yourself a half an onion and throw it in the firebox. I've never done it, but I heard people, people like, say, yeah, they swear by it. Yeah, they swear by it. Man, I've told you my buddy Emilio stands by that, man. That, that's what he does. And they, he, he, he don't know exactly what it does to it, but it, he says it, it changes it for sure. We'll have to try it one of these times for yeah. sure. Yeah. Yeah. As far as seasoning goes, make sure you got enough salt. Make sure you got enough pepper and garlic. After that, play with it because there's going to be, like, even just in Texas, there's so many different flavor profiles and, and what you're going to like personally, mm-hmm. especially if you're not in competition. It's just for you and your family. Try a lot of those seasonings out there. Make your own, you know, hit up the meat churches, the, the, the suckle busters, all these other smaller companies that we are constantly uh, recommending for you. Definitely hit up those folks because there's a lot of cool stuff out there to try. There is. You know, I'll tell you one from Meat Church that I never would have thought of. And I think it's genius. And it doesn't go for brisket, um, but it's their, um, is it Meat Church? For the, it may not be them. It's the Honey Hog? No, it's, who is that made by? No, it's Meat Church. Church. It's Meat Church. Okay. The, The dehydrated honey in your season, dude, to me, like on ribs or some chicken, it's it's a great season. Is, that honey yeah, hot, good. hot. I'm like, uh, yeah. I'm, you made. I'm a lifer now. Thank yeah, you. The, the Thank you for steaks, doing that. Pork steaks. I yeah. talked about last episode. I put some of that on there, and I did it again tonight. On yeah. my pork can't steaks. stop. Yeah, they're good. It's good. Yeah, it's can't stop. Good won't stop. And if you're making your own rubs, definitely look into some of these. Like he said, like the the white um, 
pepper. White pepper, yeah. yeah. And and you can get the dehydrated honey. If you look online, you can buy you that can. stuff and mix it into your own rubs you're making at home. And it's you fantastic can. stuff. Uh, and then if you want to look at JP's AP, then hey, do that too. It puts out a good bark. Recipes online. Recipes online. And I, if you try it, you will, you will love it. So you're welcome, America. Yep. I should run for president. Hey, just ask Don. Those ribs he made looked amazing. They did look amazing. And he looked like a badass cook, too. Um, I, I don't go on. Uh, you know what? I'll save this for the end. Uh, we'll go. Yeah, perfect. Okay. Um, I, lastly, I would say, hey, uh, before we, we, we shut it down on the seasoning uh, portion of it, uh, I mean, Jan alluded to it a little bit earlier. Don't be afraid to add a little bit more seasoning after you wrap your brisket. And then we'll get into the the cooking portion of it next week. Um, But don't be afraid because as that brisket cooks, everything just sweats off. And it just keeps going. And then you you, you pick it and you turn around. You flip it and rotate it or whatever. Um, I mean, Jan knows all about... um, uh, I think what was it the the cook off that you ran into about uh, the guy uh, talking about um, flapjacks? Talking about flipping brisket. Oh my god, <laughs> flapjack guy! This dude, like that's that's the only time that I was like basically okay, okay. Uh, so I, I'll paint a picture for you, and it's not gonna be long; it'll be quick. Uh, but think about going to like a like a, I don't know a, a twenty five team cook off that you, you show up to. Uh, you're by yourself. It's basically your truck, uh, your supplies, one pit that didn't really have a whole lot of amenities, right? You got a place for your wood and ice chest, and that's about it, right? So you're really relying on bringing your water in and everything else. I set up. I don't know anybody. It seemed like everybody knew everyone at this cook-off, but I didn't know anyone. So I set up, and I'm, I'm going, and uh, the guy comes over. It's like uh, that, that morning, you know, I, I basically just kind of getting things going you know fire's lit i'm going and uh he's he's like hey hey how, how are you introduced himself i'm like hey good to meet you he's like okay i said he goes uh where's your help at and i was like ah well i don't i don't know i mean cool i mean people will show up later you know this and that and um he comes around like i don't know a couple hours later and it's like this dude just changed his whole demeanor had changed like i don't know have you been drinking all day or or drinking the night before and just a couple of beers caught him up or something I, i'm not sure what it was and so he got, guy walks up and he's like hey you know uh let me look at your meat i'm like no i'm i'm good it's it's on the pit i don't i don't want to move that you know i don't want to open the lid you know i was like no that's good i just put it on for, it on for a couple hours and he's like oh no no you got to flip it I was like, uh, no, I'm not going to flip it. I'm just going to leave it, leave it where it is, let let it cook. And then he basically just, he, he got so freaking mad that I wasn't going to, he's like, open the lid. I'm like, I'm not opening the lid. Like, I don't know why you're being so confrontational in my area, but I'm ready to fucking knock Get you out Get away from right my now. smoker yeah. before I hurt you. So he's, he keeps like, he's like, well, just, you got to flip it every two hours. If you don't flip your brisket every two hours, you're going to lose. And that's hands down because everybody out here has been flipping their briskets. I watched them. And you're like, well, then I'm winning. Right. And I'm looking at him and I'm like, this guy's not going to stop. And finally, I'm, I'm just like, and I blow up, right? Because, I mean, hell, I mean, I've already been drinking a little bit too. Let's face it, right? <laughs> so I blow up on the dude and I'm like ready to just cold cock him, right? I'm like, I've already kind of shoved him back a little bit. I'm like, hey, these aren't fucking flapjacks. We're not flipping them, right? They're briskets. Please fucking leave my area. You know, I'm, I'm already like irate, right? I'm yelling. I'm yelling at this dude. 
And I'm pretty sure it went on a little, probably a little more than that, but man, being a little kind. Um, so the dude walks off, right? And he's like, he's like basically, he's cussing me up and down. He's screaming at me. He leaves. I'm like, what a lunatic, you know? Well, hey, guess who got first place, people? That's right. That guy? The guy doesn't <laughs> flip his brisket. Oh, okay. Hey, it's me. Janet right? Beast. Yeah, Janet Beast got first place. Uh, so I go up with the trophy. I'm excited. I'm, I'm super stoked, right? Uh, he comes over. This dude's a freaking judge. <laughs> How the F does that happen, right? So he comes over, and he was he's like, hey. I'm like, this dude wants to fight me right now. I, I, I'm already... I'm it's like, all right, got to square up, guys. Yeah, he's right. stretching. I'm, yeah. Hey, let me just put this trophy down real quick. <laughs> I'm about to just like, just go berserk on this dude. Because I mean, it, it wasn't like one time. Think of like somebody coming to you like eight times in four hours. And then finally you blow up and then you don't see him the rest of the day. That, that's what happened. So he comes over and he's like, he apologizes. Which I'm like, okay badass hey thank you and then i apologized too for blowing up um and then he said that was the best tasting brisket he'd ever had and he said he would never flip a brisket again wow <laughs> boom that's a you great story you just saved that man boom. <laughs> yeah i did hey it's like cooking in the microwave flipping your brisket there you Same go thing. folks season it right and don't flip that shit that's right don't touch it and don't put it in the microwave don't <laughs> please don't put it in the microwave unless you're just reheating it up yes all right, so that's how you season it. That's how you uh, you trim it. Should we go into a little bit about um, injecting? One last thing. Hold on, hold on. Before you go to injecting, you pulled your brisket off. You sliced a few slices. You tried it. Is there a finishing season? There can be. Can you? Yeah. If you feel like be. there's something missing, add then, a little then dust how does that? How, so if you're going to do a finishing seasoning on your on your piece of meat, right, your brisket, do. You, you don't want something coarse. You don't I was going to say, yeah, gonna, it needs to be something fine. fine. Very fine. Very yeah. fine. So right. maybe keep a maybe keep a little a little grinder in your trailer if you have one or in your truck. Like, so whatever you're going to put like on a there, coffee you, grinder or something, right? Or yeah, something whatever. that can grind it up real fine, like a powder that's going to just get absorbed into that that um, the juices, if you will. Right. So that you know, you don't want the judges to look at it and go, "Yeah, well, they clearly." Well, not competition wise. Let's say you got a house full of people showing up, and you're like. Backhouse. I try it. Yeah, backyard. I don't think I'm not, you're, yeah, yeah, but, you I don't you know, think you're but, doing it. But how many times have we done a backyard brisket and you go, man, it's good, but it needs more flavor? Yeah, you could. Right? Yeah, you definitely like, could. It's not going to hey, hurt anything. Okay, well, let me see. I I will say from experience, uh, probably not. Not probably not. Uh, how do you word this? Stupid ninety second beer reviews that we do. Um, <laughs> words are hard. Uh, a very little bit. Goes a long ways for for a ground, a really ground finely seasoning. Mm-hmm. So basically, taking like a somebody's seasoning you have that has everything in it, right? That you right. love, grinding it super, super, super fine. Like it's like a powder, like like a yeah, not baking powder, but almost like a baking powder, Talcum right? Powder. Talcum powder, right? Whatever, a powder. And then taking it and just dusting, like holding your hand, like let's say eighteen to twenty inches off your off your your product. Right. You don't want to get right there on it, and then. And just kind of dusting it, right? Just letting it fall everywhere. That way, too much, you will definitely know. You don't want to screw it up. So, Man, but, talking, but there is a back, fine line. You're talking about backyard barbecue. I, we've been at competitions before 
where I know that we've we've had taste and we thought that there was something a little bit missing from it. So we added a little bit of that dusting like you're talking to. And I want to say we got like top five out of like hundreds of Absolutely, yeah. In competition, you, so. competition, you definitely, yeah. Yeah. if you're not trying you to add something, yeah. 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 that little bit makes the difference when you're dealing with a competition. You have a lot more forgiveness in backyard. Yeah, well, right. competition, they right. get one bite to judge your whole brisket on. Exactly. Yeah, right. that thing's going to pop. So, uh, do we want to slide into injections, or do we want to table that for next week and slide into 90-second beer review? I, I know think we're... we should slide into 90-second beer review? Yeah, we probably should. The mason yeah. jar. It's got a thermometer thing on the side of it. It's fine. Yeah. We, we brought uh, out in his 90-second um, beer review little sample in a little tiny mason jar. He's he's yeah. good. He's, he's in on this. <laughs> So, are we going to I wanted to, to be... pop the top on one. Dang it. Yeah, you don't get to. I'm sorry, but we need to go ahead and start the... All right. Alden, uh, start us off with the 90-second beer review. 90-second beer review. <laughs> That's not going to be a thing. Please. Love it. Uh, love it. Right. Love it. So, what, what do we have on tap, guys? This is the Boulevard... Brewing Company. Yes. Tequila Barrel Lime Goes? 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 Mm. Sour Ale. G-O-S-E. Whatever that spells. Goss? 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 How do you, how do you say Ghost. that, Matt? Goss. Goss. Tequila Ghost. Barrel Lime Goes Sour Ale, which I'm assuming means that this was um, brewed in a tequila ale, uh, barrel. Well, tequila is my favorite liquor, so I have very high expectations. I freaking... Tried it okay. Uh, so let's look at this can real quick. Uh, it's... It's uh, I don't know the colors that well because I'm super colorblind. It's sort of a mint green uh, and black. I, I, mm-hmm. I actually thought that mint green. Um, so tart citrus zest, right? Um, the can kind of looks like it has like a what is it, like a the what do, what do you call the uh, Dea de Muerte? Yeah, de los Muertos. Yeah, yeah. so it kind of right has now. that little bit, right? The two eyes, the mouth right here, the nose in the middle. Oh, yeah, I didn't see that back there. Yeah, it's kind of yeah, so it kind of has that style to it, which I, I, I'm not. It, it, it looks looks awesome. Um, yeah, it's a cool can. The can is great. Not my yeah, favorite. I like not this. My worst. Yeah, uh, and you know what else I like? I like the fact they don't give us a freaking backstory of how the hops were brewed and and the the juleps and whatever else. Right? It's just hey, this is my beer. Come drink it. Yep. So I'm digging that as well. Can I just say about the smell? Yeah. This smells like tequila. Mm, <laughs> well, this is a, good. I smell I'm taking a lot of lime. Every time I smell it, I tequila barrel lime ghosts. Yeah. <laughs> I hate saying I, I hate the name. Ghosts. Lime ghosts. What the hell is a ghost? It must mean something. Up. I don't know what that is. Hey, My shout, expectations. Shout out to uh, Laura's, uh, um, I guess, grandparents. Their, their last names were ghosts. G O S E. Also, it's a name. Jim yeah. Ghost. That's how you spell it. G O S E. We're saying it right. Yep. Oh, then okay. why don't you say something wrong? Kind of fumble <laughs> around like a freaking <laughs> idiot. <laughs> Sorry. Damn it. Goose. Goss. Yeast. Goss. Blah. Hey. Damn dude. it. Goose. It's ghost. Okay. Well. All right. And, and what does it say right here? This is Kansas City, Missouri. Well. Well, can somebody bring me another cup? Because I'm glad you changed you out for this one. I don't think this one's reviewable for me. Nope. Just take a drink. Not, not, nope. not that it's not good. I just don't think it's nope. what I need in its entirety as far as getting any type of, um, what am I trying to say? Like, it's flat. 
It's very flat. Yep, that's what we. I, that's fine. Just take, just a, take a sip. Take a sip. Drink your damn drink. That's that disgusting. tastes like a mix between a oh my margarita God. and a beer. Yeah. yeah, I'm not loving it. <laughs> oh my! What? <laughs> it gets worse. <laughs> Alden, oh what? What did you think, Alden? It's sour and smoky and, and tequila y. Uh, definitely sour, obviously. Um, like I said, I don't know if there's supposed to be more carbonation to it or no, whatever. There's or not. They call that shit. No, nope. no. It's very flat, but it's it's very good. You know I me. Mean? I like sour shit, so I like this. Oh god. Yeah, I didn't catch this when you guys were talking about it, but it's a sour ale. Yeah, it is. It's a tequila sour ale. I thought I would like it because it's sour ale, but the, the tequila front of part says is throwing me off sour big ale. time. Yeah. I'm not digging this. I think I'm there with Alden. I think I like this more than the rest of y'all like it. Okay. I like nothing that this thing's putting down. Oh, God. I like the can. The can's great. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I like the logos. I like the fact they're spending the money. And you know what? There's a market for this. It's a big market. People like sour ales. People like the the lime and the margarita little yeah. uh, tick they get. Hey, yeah. I'm fine with that. Not for me, though. No. Um, Scores. No. This is it not good. Lime yeah. in the coconut. Yeah. No. yeah I'll and ju- I'll, I don't drink it all up. I'll jump yeah. in here with this one. This is not good. I don't like tequila at all. Yeah. Uh, so maybe that's why. Because I do like sour ales. Like everyone we've had so far, I've rated it pretty high. And I had high expectations for this. As soon as I opened it and I smelled it, I was like, oh, shit. Okay. Not good. The smell. Maybe if I had plugged my nose, I'd like this more. Well, one more drink. James, uh, what's your score? I'll give it one more. Uh, I'm gonna go with probably a two point five. <laughs> okay, all right. Well, that's a low score. It's not good. I only this, this tastes like um, again my palate's not refined like a lot of people. No, <laughs> this right here tastes like maybe. A margarita just like mixed into like a like an ashtray with a, <laughs> a, with a greasy pork chop with a greasy pork chop sandwich served on the side. Uh, uh, yeah, I not good. That's, not me. That's weird science, not by me. the way. If you know, y'all are wondering where that reference came from. Alden, can we get your uh, can we get your score on this, Alden? Alden, well, it, it tastes I, the same I can tell you like this. I make a lot of <laughs> drinks like that with. with pickle in them and just sour shit so as far as sour beers and stuff like that go it's very tasty um it just wasn't it, it was very flat for me so if you're gonna make me score this one yeah it's flat for everyone uh, yeah it, it, it tastes the same flat beer so what do you I'm got i'm actually probably gonna go with a non-rookie score for the first time in in my life and probably give this one a 6.1 <laughs> 6.1, okay. Okay, well, I have to jump in right there because that's the exact score I was going to give this one. I think this is like a very niche beer. If you're one of those rare individuals that like sour ales and tequila a lot, you would probably really like this beer. And I was going to give it exactly a 6.1 as well. Mm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, y'all are more than double what I would give it. I'm going to give this thing about a 2.6. This is freaking awful. <laughs> it's not good. I say if you're gonna take some like maybe um, sour warheads and like mix, roll that around in like a, a like a 
maybe the ashes of our barbecue pit <laughs> and then take <laughs> that ash taste <laughs> and put like that ash. into a glass and maybe you put a little shot of like mezcal and then fill it up with a little bit more beer that's pretty much what i got right. out of yeah. that yeah if i show up at your barbecue and this is all you have to drink i might die cuz i'm, <laughs> I'm not, not drinking this shit definitely not staying uh okay so you're a john you're, you're a what 2 point whatever i said <laughs> 2 James? point whatever i said <laughs> i went uh, i think i went 2 point you said 2.5 i think 2.5 yeah i think i said 2.6 i don't remember i'm giving this a 1.1 <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh this is bottom of the barrel let me just say jan's already switched beers he's already dumped that shit out and <laughs> yes. poured a new beer i'm not drinking that that thing is this might be uh, the worst beer we've ever had is i that think a new so grab the brisket low <laughs> yeah hey well, bring me the rest now, and let me try it fresh out of the can. There's no more left. Yeah, Alvin, quit talking about. There's freaking five. We had two brother. cans. How much beer do you want to drink? Yeah, I'll just say if, if the rest of y'all don't want yours, just go ahead and pour all it in a mug, mug, and I'll I'll finish it off for you. Absolute the worst beer I think I've had in a while. Uh, the sourness, like I I get the the fad this thing has or whatever it is. Uh, it's not for me. Um, I, I don't like having to like squints and like have this whole like I just ate like a, uh, a warhead or a whatever like a piece of candy or something. I can, Dude, like, I love lemon the sour drop. part. The sour part is fine. It's, no, it's the tequila not. part that's like no. It, it's blah. well okay. It's that for me. It's plus the tequila part. Plus having this. I don't know what the smokiness is, but um, you're getting mm. from this, James. But. Uh, that's not that's not a good beer. It's like yeah. this is like bottom. Yeah, we, we joke, we kid. Hey, we, we never want to downplay on people's crafts and beers and whatever. But if you see this in the aisle of the grocery hey, try store, for yourself or whatever. How about that? Just do a big old karate kick and just kick that shit <laughs> over. Right. And say, hey, not in my house. Right. Not in my hey, house. I will be actively looking for another beer from. Boulevard Brewing, just so we can we see if no, no, I'm, fi- make, I'm fine sure with trying else other beers. Sour beers aren't my thing, which I've never scored them high, anyways. But you, you gave me this sour beer, this sour tequila mash thing, this mar- margarita, right? Love margaritas. Yeah. Can Not, I just can I, I just like do a that. public apology? It wasn't bad. I, I think the biggest takeaway for me from that was it was it was very heavy on my stomach. Mm-hmm. Right here with this. I mean, same thing here, Al. And that concludes the 90-second beer review. 90-second beer review. That's nice. It's good harmony. Yeah. I think we should have like a, like a gazoo or something. We should play. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I didn't turn my mic on. I missed that on that one. Huh? Hey, better late than never. Huh? Can we talk about this sauce that we had sent to us, please? Dude, Young Let's talk Guns. About the sauce. And, uh, yeah, Young Guns barbecue sauce. They sent us three different sauces. Bro. Okay, let's not... I'm not going to give them all the praise, right? They're doing something good. I see their, I see their bottles. I see their, their sauces they're putting together. We did the... John cooked the... And James did the uh, original sauce... On some ribs. Yep. Drum smoker. We did some ribs. There should be a, uh, a video or at least some, some photos dropping. Yeah. Definitely. And thought it was it was a good rib. It was a it was good smoked. It was good cooked. It was solid cooked sauce. Cooked well. 
Yeah, I'm gonna the say like, sauce it's like was I tasted great. the sauce before we put it on the ribs, and I was like, it's all right. Yeah, very After tomatoey. The ribs, I was like, it's, it's, it's even better. Good. Yeah, it's, it's, it's even definitely better. better on the ribs. It's better when it sets up. It right? was good. I, I thought that it was a really better sauce when it set up. Yes. Uh, but let's not. Well, I mean, we want to go through the whole thing, right? We'll so through, yeah. they, they, they sent us three ribs. I'm oh, sorry. Damn it. Stupid 90-second <laughs> beer reviews. They sent us three sauces. Uh, one is the original, which is their original. It's almost a tomato-y, it, yes, uh, very fresh-tasting sauce. Uh, sauce. The other one was the pineapple habanero. And then last but not least is the red Thai chili. I mean, I don't know. I... I know that we tried on food wise the original the red Thai chili. I think we dipped the habanero, the pineapple habanero with some food. Well we sausage, did we did whatever. the wings. We did wings. the wings, yeah, with, wings with both of the other flavors. We did the right. original and, with the ribs and then the uh, the other ones we did with the wings. Right. right. Yeah. So so we pulled out the Weber, did the Vortex uh, cooker and cooked up I don't know, about probably twenty five, thirty um, hot wings, right? Smoked them. Uh, air fried them kind of in the uh, Weber um, and then tossed them in some sauce um, man I, I don't know like I know for me I know what I like right yeah yeah and I'll, I'll I'll just get us through this real quick the pineapple habanero I tasted and I was like yeah it's good that's cool that's good I like it it's good yeah then we tasted the the red tide chili Dude. blew my freaking mind <laughs> I went to work talking about the damn Sauce, right? I'm not, I'm yeah. not joking. You. And and let's just be honest here, because usually, especially Jan, he's not a sauce like I am. Oh, I love that sauce. That's the best sauce. This sauce, that sauce. He doesn't give a shit about sauce. That that sauce was good. That sauce was really good. Like I went to work talking about this. I took a picture. I before I left, John, I was like, no, you put it in the refrigerator. I pulled the refrigerator open. I took a picture of the bottle. I'm like, Mm -hmm. I've got to probably order a bottle of this. I'm going to give a bottle of this away to my office to people to try. That's how much I ran in and raved over. That's why I have to give a bottle out now. Yeah. Uh, We we may have to do a little giveaway here pretty soon with some of these these sauces that we're digging. Right. And and, and I will say this. On food versus trying it cold, two different different things. A little Mm -hmm. bit different. Um, I think that all sauces need to be on food. It has to pair um, up. You can't just put your finger in it and try it and go, I'm judging this thing wholeheartedly. However, you get a really good, I can tell you pretty close where that, where that sauce is going to be. Right? right. So That's true. Um, and, and, is anybody uh, else over there putting their finger in it and trying it besides me? No, we all are. Yeah, Matt uh, is. I am. I didn't get to try it on food like you, And I Alan. will say that, Alden, you did get to try the ribs, which had the original sauce on it. You tried those ribs, and I'm pretty sure uh, <laughs> y'all kids were... kids had it as well. Y'all scarfed down on it. So tell us what you thought of the sauces. Oh, I remember that. That was in your uh, kitchen, uh, if I believe, right? No. no that's nope. when we brought ribs nope. down to you brought, on Sunday. I brought you ribs down. Oh, man. I've, all my days been running in together. I don't, I don't know. I don't even remember you bring me ribs down the other day. Bro, you sent me pictures of your daughter with her face covered in rib sauce saying that they were fantastic. Oh, that was this morning, wasn't it? Or was that yesterday? Jesus, that was maybe, Sunday. Maybe that was Tuesday. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you? It's Wednesday, man. Sorry, three days ago. Quarantine life is got him. Yeah. You're qu- he doesn't know what days it is. Is this 2020? Hey. <laughs> right. Right. Uh, yeah, it's three okay, days. Now that I know that, okay, I remember now. Yes, John, they're phenomenal. Uh, the two ribs you brought, uh, 
we went down to the bone on both of them. So what was what were on those? I know it's one of these three. That was that was the original, right? That was the original sauce. Okay. All right. Okay. So what do you, what do you think of the other two? Obviously, y'all like those because you went down to the original bone. was good, man. Got to go with. I mean, original was good on the ribs, but if I might pick, well, I can save it or tell you, I'm going red tie chili. Yeah, of the three, those are my that is definitely that, my that one just punched me in the mouth a little bit. I I love the flavor combination I had with it. I paired well with the chicken. I think it would have paired well with uh, ribs. Mm-hmm. I think we're if we're throwing that down on some competition style ribs. Oh man. People want to try that and be like, this is something different. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if it's going to hit in competition, but I think it people might. will like it for sure. Matt, Matt, what Dare to be different. So I used to be a little uh, cautious on the tomato base like the original one is. It's very tomato forward. Um, but recently, when you put that on ribs, like it, it balances everything out very well. So I think it would be pretty good. I didn't get to try the ribs you guys cooked, but I think it would be pretty good on ribs. It was great on ribs. But that... that yeah. Chai red chili one, chili one. As soon as I took a taste of that, I was thinking like I I want to have this on some wings right now. Like I want some I want some chicken wings. With Flavor sauce explosion. On it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, young guns. You want to send out about four more bottles of that Thai red chili. We need to we need to do some further yeah, testing. I'm, so. I'm like, can we cook it on um, like a pot roast or can we put? Can it, we do a brisket? Can we glaze in? a ham? <laughs> hey, can we glaze a ham with this? Bro, we can. That red Thai chili is phenomenal. You're, try, right. you're trying it right now, aren't you? I, yeah, I, I have nothing else to do. I'm looking at him down the street. He's <laughs> licking the plate. Put my finger in, in it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So we wrapped it up. Young guns, you hit the shit on the head. No, the, we the appreciate red it. Is, yeah, that's good hit stuff. The shit on yeah, the head. Yeah. Seriously, did, like yeah. I, I was kind of skeptical on. on we, we did the review on the on the ribs, and I was like, oh, okay, yeah, it's good. It, it's got a good flavor, and then it was kind of it wasn't vanilla, but it was just like okay. It was just a solid yeah. barbecue sauce. And then when I tried this one, this little honey right here. Right. Which one's red, that one in your hand The right red now? tie. He's, he's waving red around. Red tie chili? That's oh, right. Okay. This, stuff's, this stuff's amazing. Yeah. Hey, we're a fan. We love it. Uh, you guys at home, um, check it out. Absolutely. Yeah. So I don't know if you want to see this. It says, uh, don't serve it till you sauce it. Uh, premium Young Guns. Red Tide Chili, they are, I'm pretty sure you can Google Red Tide Chili somewhere. Um, let's see, where do you see this? Uh, www.getmoresauce.com. So go there, getmoresauce.com, and you're going to find the makers of this this little yummy little thing, yep. Red Tide Chili. Link will be in the description. It'll be on the website. Uh, don't buy the pineapple because it's not good. Uh, but buy the, <laughs> but buy the original. Dude, I'm not saying it's not good, but it doesn't compare to the red Thai chili or the original. Well, you literally like just said it's, it's all just not, said good. It's yeah. not good. Okay, it's not good then. Okay, only okay. buy the red tie and buy the original, but buy it by the case. You're welcome, America. <laughs> hey, I'm Once just gonna, I'm gonna put it out. There. I didn't hate the the hot pineapple habanero. It's good. It's fine. It's good. Yeah, it's okay. But yeah, he's right. Yeah. Like the, the the red Thai chili is red head and shoulders above. Number one. Yeah, buy the original. Buy the red tie. Okay, uh, can we slide into some other barbecue fails other than Let's what go. Jan's doing here? Let's transition into the barbecue fails. No, James, it's not we're doing that. We're it not doing that barbecue. Way. There's only one yeah. jingle. Yeah, only one right. jingle, man. But 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 t- can I can I do a timeout? Can I do a timeout? You just got it. Yeah, I'm doing a timeout. Uh, John, 
Don't you have a barbecue fail that you've been meaning to bring up that haven't lately? I'm sorry? <laughs> John? I don't recall. John's any. like, I don't fail. I, I literally did, uh, never I think never did table a barbecue fail from last week to this week. John, I think you owe the people. John to, oh, yeah, I overcook something. Let's get into John, those barbecue fails. How'd you overcook that? What happened? What, what, I, I what was the thing? Just, like, I don't um, mind sharing okay, somebody okay, else's, okay, but okay. I want you to share yours. This is going to take a second because the other one is much better than mine. I pulled a James okay. is what happened. Wait, what? It came yeah. out perfect? Well, I don't understand. I left exactly. something on my pit. Uh, my pit. <laughs> I had the Traeger Ranger going. I had tried out this new. Um, I say new. I was trying to marinate in uh, what, what was it? Sunny D. I had some chicken thighs. You marinated in Sunny D and, Sunny and some D? other shit. Yeah, okay, you're experimenting. Oh, yeah, bit. I was playing around. I was like, yeah, I need to marinate in something. I saw some Sunny D. I was like, hmm, let's try that. Put them on there. Had them seasoned up. You put them clar- on there. You need to clarify, John, because a lot of people thought. Or may think you're talking about signs of light. That's what I'm talking about, brother. <laughs> okay. So I put them on the pit, on, on the Traeger. Closed it up. Had it set at, I don't remember, probably 250 or something. Went inside, you know, starting getting other stuff going. And I think we had pretty much, like, gotten past dinner at this point. But I was, I had this stuff marinated. And I was like, I need to get it done. So I started doing other stuff, getting the kids ready for bed, blah, 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 blah. Whatever. I come out two days later. Obviously, the pellets are gone. I'm like, your smoker's Ooh. still going? No, it was done. Pellets are gone. It, it turns off by itself, right? Okay. So I'm oh like, hmm. It's like, holy shit. <laughs> Did I pull that chicken? Mm. I I opened it. I peeked. Uh, I had not pulled the chicken. So you had what some hockey like? pucks. <laughs> they Did you take a picture? Exactly. <laughs> Little hockey pucks. Yeah. Did you take a picture? No. Little bone sticks? We don't need any. No, they were boneless. It was uh, just boneless. little boneless. Uh, Thighs. Little, uh, yeah. Chicken jerky. But they could have been great. But no, they were. Yeah, no, they were. Mm. Black. So the problem did you, is. Did you try a bite? No. They were t- three days old and black and crispy. That's on you, bro. You're cooking food. You should at least try a bite. I'm not, that animal no. died for you. Yeah, and then I would have died for it. So no, I'm not doing it. <laughs> That's The worse. problem is that. I know you marinated it in Sunny D, but you should have went with that purple stuff, bro. Right? Dude, Dave Chappelle. <laughs> Next time. Purple yeah. stuff. Next time. Dave Orange Chappelle. soda, purple stuff. Oh, one, of the best, yeah. one of the best uh, was the HBO comedy things he did. That episode, that, that, it wasn't uh, the thing. It was phenomenal. Yeah. Check it out. Mm, he's great. Did you have, next to the sign the light, did you have the Iron Kids bread as well? <laughs> It was Wonder Bread. Dude, no, that's going back. Iron Kids. I remember that. Yeah, I haven't seen that in a minute. Nobody's eating Iron Kids bread. Why not? They should. It's so good. What's the difference between Iron Kid bread and regular bread? Well, it's like the pumps. If you were wearing the pumps, it made you feel like he was doing something. If you ate the Iron Kids bread, it made you feel like he was doing something. Like you're getting iron. Yes. All that gluten. Placebo. Hey, today we're pumping iron. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, but we have a real barbecue fail that we need to get yeah. to. Let's get no, to no, it. That was a real barbecue <laughs> fail. Which, by the way, <clears throat> I don't think I, I I've never done that. I'll tell you one of mine real quick. You've never left something on the pit. Not really. About I don't it. think so. I left something in the oven. That's different. Uh, that's because I'm passed out drunk on the couch. But I'll tell you what I have done. I pulled the meat and stuff. Like I've got a built-in uh, gas grill. Right, it's popped into the house. Mm-hmm. I never have to like put propane bottles up. Uh, which is super fancy and nice. If you yeah, can do it, uh, okay. hey, yeah, do that's it. Nice. That's nice. Keep uh, bragging. All right. But 
I have left the fire on for two days. Oh. For two uh, days, really? I left my burners on. Mm. And uh, my son walked out, and he was like taking the dog outside. He's like, it felt so hot on the patio. <laughs> he was like, something's wrong, right? <laughs> the, ra- the radiating heat. He was like, oh, shit. What is that? And he, he turns them off, and he can say, hey, you know the fire was on for like two days. I was like, oh, shit. Okay, thanks. Appreciate you. <laughs> That's the point. Just like, Don't tell everything your mom. just turns into carbon. <laughs> exactly. Right. Don't, Don't tell, tell your mom. Your mom. Yeah. Gas bill's going up. So <laughs> sorry about that. All right, Matt, hit him up with the barbecue fail. All right, we got a good barbecue fail here from on Twitter from at SCMarshall130. He says, when I was learning to cook a brisket, I was doing one every weekend. I got lazy and didn't clean the grill one Saturday. I had the brisket in for a few hours and was inside uh, my computer when my wife asked, is it supposed to smoke that much? I said without looking, of course, it's a smoker. Thinking she had just... Noticed a bit of smoke. I turned around to see smoke billowing like the house was on fire. Ran outside to see lots of smoke and fire leaping out of the grill. Opened the grill and flame shot about two to three feet. Uh, At that moment, I understood why Traeger have a warning to make sure you have suitable clearance above your grill. I unplugged the grill and let it burn down. Thankfully, it didn't burn long. Unfortunately, the paint on the outside of my grill... Bubbled off. The fire had ignited dust and then some residual grease. Um, lesson learned. I now vacuum out my grill and scrape out any residual grease. Also, replace my or replace my fowl on the grease tray every time. Foil. Oil. I guess it may be bad, yeah. My wife is happy I clean the grill, but not happy I use her expensive vacuum cleaner to do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. You can't have them both. You want good food? She must have had it. Or do you want to go back? <laughs> yeah, it's true. I've actually had that same experience with the trigger. If you don't clean that thing out, especially after a really long cook like brisket, you can have trouble. So what is this? Just the inside drum? Is it the crates? What? What? What is? It, it could be multiple things. It could be that. It could be that maybe he didn't leave it open enough or open long enough to ignite. If he has an older model, you have to leave them open to have the oxygen in there to ignite. If you leave them closed and then you open them, it'll just smoke. And as soon as you open it, the oxygen ignites and it just, you have a fireball. I did the same thing. I had to, you know, call Traeger. And luckily Traeger's pretty cool. They're, they're I would say they're used to this happening. <laughs> so they just sent me a new barrel. But uh, that's probably what happened with him too. So what you guys, you, you, you just scrub the inside? What do you, you what don't do have you to do? scrub the inside. Clean. Usually if you just vacuum it out, usually that's all I do. Maybe oh, once okay. or twice a year I'll get in there. Like he said, with like a little scraper and scrape off some of the grease or whatever. But I would say with most smokers, you want to clean them out probably once a year at least, if not uh, if not I more. Never yeah, if clean heavy my cooking, offset ever. Maybe more. <laughs> yeah, if you're doing heavy cooking or whatever else. But I mean, if you're doing every once in a while cooking, nah, you're fine. I mean, just yeah. yeah if you're you cooking a, a lot, tray, you have to cook it off a little you're more. Catching your stuff. Um, it does change. I tell you what, it, it will change the flavor of what you're cooking, and, and you won't notice it over time. You have a big clogged up cooker and also change the way especially an offset cooker it'll change the way it cooks right right so you will cook a lot cleaner with a cleaner pit right yeah right and that's a little different with the truck because they do have the drip pan that drips off into the bucket and with the drip pan you know we cover it in foil so you just change out the foil when you vacuum it out you don't have to worry about that as much but yeah you scrape out the whole thing probably once or so a year yeah let's not gloss over the fact that um 
the wife said, hey, honey, something's happening out there. And you're like, nah, it's good. Hey, it's my a smoker, lady. Yeah. yeah. Uh, honey, it's a smoker. It's okay. a pulse of smoke. Condescending. <laughs> he, he, yeah. He never living that down. Uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm not going to act like yeah. you know, bur- he's the only husband oh, who's ever no, done No, I've definitely done this. <laughs> hey, Jeff, your barbecue pit's all rusted up. Yeah, it's because dumbass didn't know he had a freaking fire in there. I mean, <laughs> yeah. He's never gonna live it down. Yeah, right. Hey, hey we feel for you, uh, Scott. Yeah. Scott was his name. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, hey, I made the name up, hey, Jeff. Yeah. Keep cooking that badass barbecue. Yeah, yeah, Scott. that makes up for it. So we appreciate the barbecue fail. Uh, and then for the folks out there that hey, if you have a fail, please share it with us. If you have a barbecue win, share it with us. We'd yeah. love to share it with all the people out there. And I mean, again. We're all human. We all make the mistakes. We all have the wins and the fails and all stuff like that. So it's great that we are able to share it. We can all grow, learn, and we can all win from it. Absolutely. For sure. And they and he lived through it, you know, and, and the good thing is he's sharing it with us. And he's 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 cool enough sharing with us and we get to laugh about it. You know, obviously when he was when it was going on it wasn't funny, you know, especially for his wife and stuff like that. So but like, we still the, we still love hearing that kind of stuff, you know what I mean? Definitely. Oh, without a doubt. I'm like, how did the food taste? <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah, he's like, food was burnt. Yeah. <laughs> so Alden, before we close it down, do you have any final thoughts, any uh anything you want to share with the people? Besides that, I love those fuckers. Um, I That's don't know. perfect. Yes, great. Yes. I mean, I mean, really, what, sure? I, I have no idea. It's, it's. <laughs> I don't know. I, uh-huh. I hate not being over there with you fuckers and and hearing the the cans click and right. stuff like that. You know, the the tops pop and stuff like that. But you know what? We're making it. So no, I really don't have anything else to share. Well, soon enough. I'll be over there with you fuckers. I feel like enough. this was a it's three times Alan dropped the F bomb. I love it. Uh I feel like this is another one of the books. Yeah. Like it is. where there's a will, there's a way. We have one of us down. Nope, we don't. We're bringing one more person on. Uh Matt finally Tater Salad Matt just joined us. Uh it's been on with finally, us two episodes. Part of the team. Which is fantastic. Um hey, guys, we're growing. We're getting better. And Hey, stay safe, uh, practice social distancing, right. and wash Wa- your hands. Wash your damn hands, people. Wash your hands. Definitely. All right, guys, uh, check out the website. Let us know what you think. we got a lot of blogs that are we're, we're popping with recipes and, and all the, the, the merch and all that good stuff. So check out the website. Let us know what you think. Give us the feedback. We love you guys. Peace. See you. Just grab them in the brisket.